Hi, my love. I hope you're enjoying Manifest Daily, whether this is your second or your 22nd episode. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button to stay up to date with our latest episodes. And if you really love this show, I would appreciate it if you could do me a huge favor by leaving a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. It really helps the show grow and reach more listeners like yourself. And like I said, I would be super grateful for you to leave that five-star review. Thank you for being here and for being a part of this amazing and growing podcast community. Now let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. Welcome to Manifest Daily. I'm your host, Deandra Nicolette. For years, I played the role of the girl, the woman, the person that I was told I should be until I decided to wake up, step into my power as a co-creator of my reality and own the fact that I am an infinite energetic being living in a human form on this earth. In each episode, I share personal stories, wisdom, and insight related to manifestation, co-creation, the Akashic records, spiritual laws, and so much more. I'll chat with powerful thought leaders that I feel called to invite on the show and share their energy and words with you so that you can take the truths that feel aligned with you. I've spent so much time trying to do things the way that I felt I should have, but girl, (laughs) I am done with that. It's time to return to the person my soul chose to be, and honestly, it's time for you to do the same. Hi, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of Manifest Daily. I hope you guys are having an amazing day. So this episode is going to be a really, really interesting one. I'm actually contemplating releasing this today. So it's currently Friday as I record. It's Friday at 10.09 a.m. I am working from home. Um, It's a gloomy day out. It's super rainy. I actually went to the gym this morning and it was like pouring rain and I I was not here for it. I really was not here for it, but I was like, you know what? My car needs a good wash. I'm really not about to head to the car wash anytime soon. So nature blessed me up with that natural car wash. I see you. Thank you, mother nature. Okay. But I am super excited to record this. So I was actually in the shower and whenever I'm in the shower, I love to listen to podcast episodes. Like that's my time. Fun fact, I haven't charged my little shower Bluetooth speakers in a minute. So your girl been turning up the volume on her phone and trying to like listen with, you know, my little bat ears trying to hear what people are saying because the shower is so damn loud. But anywho, this morning I was actually listening to Yenny's podcast. And if you guys don't know Yenny, like what are you doing? Hey Yenny, because I know she listens to my podcast. Hey girl. So Yenny has a podcast and I always reference it on Instagram and everything like that. So go ahead and check out her podcast. I'm actually going to link it down in the show notes to you guys. But she really talks about like lifestyle content, personal development content, or why would she talk about content? She talks about lifestyle or wait, what am I trying to say? She posts a lifestyle content. There we go. And self-development content and just content all around for, you know, if you want to be a good person in this world and she's super fit and sometimes she posts fitness content as well. But this morning I was listening to Yanni's podcast episode and it was actually one called five things that I'm afraid to share with. And I guess she had gotten the idea from a woman that she follows. I forget her name, but that woman also got the idea from Jenna Kutcher, who is a photographer turned online educator. Essentially, Jenna used to, or she started off by leaving her nine to five at Target Corporate in order to start a photography business. And then she ended up kind of turning it into this whole empire where she teaches women different things from how to podcast to how to be a photographer to how to sell 
sell online courses. So she's really turned her knowledge into this entire empire. But essentially, Jenna also kind of, you know, had this episode all about things that she's afraid to share with you. And I think I listened to that episode too a while back. But listening to Yenny's episode and listening to her open up about things that she feels very vulnerable about and things that she may not openly share all the time, it really got me to thinking that, you know, I'm always really open and vulnerable with you guys. And I feel like I've shared some of this stuff already, but I really wanted to sit down and do a super vulnerable. How many times have I said vulnerable so far? Take a shot. <laughs> you drunk as hell right now, girl. I know if you're taking a shot, every time I said vulnerable, you probably drunk, but you know, it's whatever. It's Friday. It's Friday. But anywho, I was like, I want to I wanna record an episode like this. And it might be something about the day, okay? Because it's definitely a type of day where you will be listening to some Drake cuddled up with your bae or your teddy bear or your dog. And it's raining and you got your hot chocolate, okay? Because that's, that's the feels, that's the vibes we got going right now. So I was like, this is a perfect day for me to sit down. I'm in my little sweater. I got my bonnet on because I ain't going to wear so the wig ain't being put on right now. And I got my sweatpants on, got my slides on no socks hold the socks because we're home and I'm like I want to get vulnerable with you guys I want to talk and of course I had a whole idea of an episode I was going to record for next week's next week Tuesday's episode but y'all this this right here like I'm feeling real fired up real ready so I low-key high-key may release this today pop up on y'all's timeline with a brand new bonus but not bonus episode feel me I feel me. Okay, so I'm glad you feel me too. So anywho, you guys, um, before we jump into the five things that I want to tell you guys or that I'm afraid to tell you guys, before we jump into that, want to obviously address like everything that's going on with COVID-19. I'm usually one to stay out of like talking about about certain events like I don't talk about politics and stuff like that I just don't really want to kind of like put that stuff out there this is obviously something that is very it's affecting everyone in the world at this point and I think that one of the things and this is highlighting is just public health right and the lack of proper systems I guess within like healthcare especially in the U.S. and obviously certain other countries as well but just also like public health and the fact that I don't think as a country we took public health seriously before. I remember um, when I was in college, I had a couple of friends who were studying public health and they were really passionate about things like, you know, where how you're supposed to cough properly in public and sneeze properly in public and wash your hands. And it was crazy to me that there were people out there and it still is crazy to me now that don't follow proper techniques. I know when I got into the workplace the first time around, I got sick right off the bat because it was just being in a, a large group or a large group setting. Even when I went to college, actually freshman year, that was the last time I remember getting really sick, just being around so many people from all over the world and obviously people that may not follow the best practices when it comes to cleaning themselves or cleaning their hands or covering their mouths and being in a place like a dining hall where it's like food and you're eating food where everyone's touching things. And I got really sick that year. And it was crazy because I just came to college thinking everybody out here washing their hands but baby girl it's not it's not like that and even in the workplace I've observed a lot of scenarios where I've seen things where I'm just like side-eyeing people like what are you doing and I think this is definitely a time for us to be a lot more conscious of what we're doing ourselves to make sure we're keeping clean make sure we're following really good practices when it comes to just like keeping ourselves healthy right not just our physical bodies but also our emotional 
our emotional, our spiritual, our energetic bodies as well. I remember I sent a DM to a follower yesterday. I was just talking about how in times like these, it's just important for you to kind of like make sure that if you're consuming the news and you start to notice that it's just lowering your energy, if it's just like bringing you down to a place where there's a lot of fear, maybe you stop consuming as much news. And I'm not saying like, don't stay informed about what's happening. Like obviously stay informed. Like that's a responsible thing to do is to stay informed about what's going on in the world. But if you're noticing that you're just consuming to the point where all it's doing is paralyzing you with fear it's like lowering your energetic body that like opens you up to just not being as immune to things as you normally would so it's just really good to like stay on top of yourself in terms of like you know maybe um taking your vitamins and supplements like if you normally work out like maybe if you don't feel comfortable going to the gym like you can go for walks and runs like keeping up with workouts and stuff like that is going to help your immune system i'm not a doctor so obviously I'm just saying this based on what's what works for me and what's always worked for me in the past is like eating as well as I can, making sure I'm staying, you know, keeping up with my movements and staying active and also just like washing your hands, like wiping things down at the gym, like things that we should have been doing before regularly. I think people that may not have been doing them regularly now are really seeing the impact and importance of that behavior. And I'm really glad that we've been made aware that these very simple behaviors are very important in our everyday lives so just stay safe out there y'all i don't know where you guys are in the world where you're listening and tuning in from but if you are in a place where this is just impacting you super heavily right now just hope you're staying safe hope you're staying you know indoors as much as you can obviously cleaning things out sanitizing as much as you can and please don't hoard the toilet paper i know everybody online has been saying this but y'all i don't want our amazon trying to order some toilet paper for myself and for like the upcoming move and everything like that and why the hell was amazon out of toilet paper that's mm, that's not right so please don't hoard the toilet paper thank you very much let's go ahead and shift gears and dive into the five things that i'm afraid to tell you and i hope you guys really enjoy this episode it's a little bit different and i just like i said i'm feeling very vulnerable and feeling very actually excited to bring you guys this more open episode i know most of my episodes are super open in general but i think we've taken it to the next level you guys with this one so i hope you enjoy I want you to close your eyes and imagine what it feels like to commit to your growth, invest in your expansion, and go from settling for the life you have to creating the one you truly deserve. This fall, the Manifest Daily membership launches. As a member, not only will you receive access to online courses, virtual events, and masterclasses to help guide you on your journey of mastering conscious manifestation and co-creation, But you will also receive dope resources to help you create your own manifestation rituals, use oracle and tarot cards, work with the energy of the new and full moons, and so much more. Ready for the next level? I got you, BB. Upgrade your membership to add access to the quarterly Manifest Daily subscription box. No more trying to figure out which crystals to buy or which tarot deck to work with. Everything you need for your consciousness journey is delivered to your door with custom videos to show you how to work with the tools in your box. The in-depth spiritual and wellness guidance you've been craving is here. Uncover your purpose, rediscover your power as an infinite energetic being, and create the most divine life you can imagine, all for less than $2 per day. The waitlist awaits you. Click the link in the show notes to get on the list. Now, let's dive back into the episode. 
So the first thing that I am afraid to tell you, and I put afraid to tell you in quotation marks because I be spilling my own tea all the time. So like low-key, I'm not super afraid to tell you guys this stuff, but we'll just go with that title for now. But the first thing that I am afraid to tell you is that compliments actually make me uncomfortable sometimes. And the compliments that are around my looks actually make me uncomfortable. When it comes to something like this, I know personally that this is actually centered in sort of a place of low self-esteem and low self-worth. And that's something that I've been working through for myself for years in terms of like understanding and knowing how to take a compliment, knowing that when someone shares a compliment with you, it truly is a genuine, you know, exchange. They're truly trying to tell you that they value you something about you or they see something in you and they're just making that known. I think that I used to struggle a lot with compliments because someone would, you know, tell me something like, oh, I'm like really pretty. Like I get a lot of those compliments. And honestly, when it comes to the compliments around my looks, I I didn't see it. I didn't really see it. So when someone would tell me that I'm really pretty or, you know, like ask me if I was a model or things like that, I just kind of like would laugh it off because I just thought that something people just say like I don't know. So it didn't really hit me that people were trying to genuinely share something with me. And I just personally didn't see it in myself. So when someone would share a compliment, it would be really uncomfortable for me and really hard for me to take the compliment because I just didn't understand what they were saying. Like, it was almost like, why are you saying that? Like, what? Like, I don't understand. Like, I literally didn't understand. And I think that for me, it got to a point where I actually became aware of my discomfort when it came to compliments. And it hit me. And it hit me one day to the point where I was like, yo, like I really struggle to take a compliment. I really struggle to see in myself what other people so clearly see in me. They clearly see this hardworking, you know, physically attractive, but also spiritually attractive person who's a good person, who's intelligent and doing all these things in the world. And for me, I would get compliments about those things and I just could not see them within myself. And I think that's when I was able to actually become aware of where I was with my self-worth and with my self-esteem and I was able to get really honest about the fact that even though I thought I was confident at the time, I actually didn't have the self-esteem and self-worth that I thought I did. And I think that's when I really um, began to so uh, began to saw. I began to see that I had to do this work and I began to see how important it was for me to work on my self-esteem and my self-worth from a very inner place, right? So it's like, I loved being able to put on makeup and get dressed up and stuff like that. But it's like, even when I got the compliments when I had on the makeup and when I got the compliments when I didn't have on the makeup, I didn't feel good either way. I felt very confused about why I was getting the compliments. And so I think in doing this work, I've obviously worked a lot on my self-esteem and a lot on my self-worth and I've begun to see that I really am worthy of receiving these compliments. I've begun to compliment myself a lot too. Like I'll just look at myself and be like, damn, like look at you baby girl, like you really doing the damn thing. And I think that is such a, a 180 from where I was years ago. And not to say that I was like super low self-esteem and, and if you're there in that place, like that's okay too because it's all a journey. But I think that where I came from and being able to be in this place where I'm a lot more comfortable when someone compliments me I'm like I really am able to see what they see in me and like I said the the thing that I'm afraid to tell you is there there are times where I still get uncomfortable when certain compliments are made like for example the other day someone on Instagram complimented me by saying that I'm a really valuable spiritual teacher for them and that made me really uncomfortable and I had to sit with that and I had to ask myself why that made 
made me uncomfortable because at the end of the day, I want to be a teacher. At the end of the day, I see myself as being a teacher. I actually did a post on Instagram where I talked to you guys about, you know, what was it that you wanted to be when you were a kid, when you were growing up, right? And how has that changed? Have you let go of that dream? Have you completely, you know, changed what you wanted to be or what you want to be now? And I remember saying that I wanted to be a teacher so bad when I wanted to grow up or when I was younger and I was like, I'm going to grow up and be a teacher. And I used to line up my stuffed animals and I used to teach them everything from like math to English. And it actually was like a really good way for me to reinforce the things that I was learning. And I think that's why I did so well in school because I have this um, method of learning or method of studying where I didn't realize it was studying, but because I, I was like teaching other people, aka the stuffed animals. I wanted to be a teacher. And I remember learning that teachers didn't make that much money. And that's kind of when I was like, you know what? Like, I don't think I want to be a teacher anymore. I think at one point I was like, maybe I'll be a professor because like professors make more money and, you know, they're, they get a little bit more compensated and they have a little bit more like they're a little bit they're seen a little bit better I guess in the world right because I also was looking at the way the world views teachers and the way the world views the education system I kind of let go of that dream of being a teacher because I figured well if I want to be able to live this lifestyle that I want to live how am I supposed to do that on a teacher's salary and so coming to this place where I'm providing information I'm sharing my story and people are DMing me and saying you know what you help me do this or you help me do that sometimes it's hard for me to see myself as a teacher and so when I received that compliment, it was really uncomfortable. And I had to sit with that and I had to realize that like, this is something that I really want, but I don't think I see myself that way enough yet. So that's why I'm feeling the discomfort of the compliment. And so I had to work through that myself and kind of do some journaling around it, kind of have a couple shower sessions where I just sat in the shower and really thought about that compliment and I thought about the discomfort. But like I said, there are times when I still get uncomfortable when certain things are said to me and I really choose to dig deep and I choose to be conscious of the fact that there's something there for me to uncover, something there for me to discover, and something there for me to really just kind of like come to terms with and yeah so that's that's one of the things so if that's something that you guys deal with let me know come find me on instagram dm me um with all of these actually come dm me if you kind of struggle with this as well or if this is something that you felt throughout your journey in this in this life the second thing that i am afraid to tell you guys is that i often undervalue my own worth <sighs> I think we talked about this in the imposter syndrome episode where I really dove into the fact that I had to sit there and physically write out a list of the things that I have accomplished in life to remind myself what I have done. I think a lot of times I do so much in this world. I'm always trying to one-up myself. I'm always trying to do better, be better, achieve more goals, set higher goals. Like, And there are times when... I set really large goals, I hit them and I don't even feel anything like when it happens, like I hit them. And for me, it's not like, a oh my God, like let's celebrate, let's really turn up. Like I set this massive goal and I achieved it, but it's this moment of like fear almost because it's like, okay, I hit this goal. Okay, now I have like, what's next? Now I have to set an even bigger goal. For example, I think I may have mentioned this in the episode or two, but when I hit 10,000 downloads on the podcast in four months, it was like, oh my God, this is such a massive goal because it was something where I'd envisioned it for so long. I had prepared it for it for so long. I knew I was manifesting it. I knew I was manifesting more downloads. And when it happened, I didn't feel anything, right? And I think sometimes we hype up goals because we think we're supposed to feel this like whole change in ourselves when we hit these goals and, you know, that doesn't happen and it's like kind of a disappointment. But I remember that happening and I remember saying like, okay, now it's like 20,000. 
now I have this manifestation that I'm trying to, to hit like X amount of downloads this year. We're not, we're not there yet. We're not close to being there. How am I supposed to get there when it took X amount of time to hit 10,000? It was this thing where I had this goal and I hit it, but I was totally undervaluing the amount of work that I put in to hit this goal. I was undervaluing the amount of people that listen now, right? And as Sadu always tells me, he's like, yeah, you want this bigger audience and you want more people on Instagram you want more people hearing your podcast and he's like I know you have valuable information you know you have valuable information the people that currently follow you know that you share valuable information and you want more people to listen but he's like you can't allow that to make you forget about the people that are already tuned in he's like you can't allow that to make you just discredit the people that already put their trust in you because you want more and I think a lot of us do that too in this world it's like we we get something that we really want and then we're looking at the next goal post we're looking at like okay how do we get more of this thing how do we raise the bar raise the stakes even more because now it's like we've outdone ourselves once like we could do it again right and I think there in the, in doing that it's like amazing because you always want to be setting goals right you always want to be moving forward if you're not growing if you're not moving forward you're stagnant you're dying and so you always want to be growing but I think that there's a beautiful balance between wanting to grow more wanting to always up level wanting to always challenge yourself for the next level in your life, but also in not undervaluing the work that you have done in order to get to the level that you are now. And I always tell you guys this, I always remind you that you need to clap for yourself. You need to stop and look around and celebrate where you are. Where I am now, it's like, crazy to me because I could have never imagined doing some of the things that I'm doing now. Like if I, if you'd asked me last year or even the year before, the year before when my life looked so completely different, I think that I would see the way that I am now and see the things I'm doing now. And I would be so in awe of everything that I have achieved in this short amount of time. But there are times when I don't see it that way because I'm so, so, so focused on the next goalpost that I almost undervalue everything that it took for me to get here right now. And so that is something that, you know, as I'm on my journey to get better at, I take you guys along this journey with me. And I love that on this platform, I really created something where I'm showing you guys that I'm not above anyone. None of us are above anyone. No one is your guru. No one is someone that you should be like putting, like worshiping, first of all, because I see, I mean, let's not even get into that tea, but about what I be seeing online. But anywho, um, I love that this is a journey for me and in taking you along my journey and in showing you what I'm doing to up level, what I'm doing to grow, what I'm doing to challenge myself while also remaining grateful for every single thing that I've achieved right now, I'm helping you guys learn how to do the same. That is something that I do struggle with is sort of seeing the worth in the work that I've already put in to get where I am now. And it's something that every single day I get better at it, but it is something that I periodically struggle with. And I am, you know, open with you guys for the most part about that. But that's something I want to be very transparent that I still have to work through each day. The third thing is that sometimes I'm afraid that I'm not giving you guys enough or sharing enough helpful content. So this sort of goes into the first and the second thing and also imposter syndrome, right? Because there are times when I feel like the content that I share 
I get really good responses to it, but sometimes I'm like, okay, is it enough? Like, I want to change lives. Do you know what I mean? Like, the work that I'm doing right now, I have such a vision of helping, like, millions of people really see their worth, really just, like, turn their life from X into something where they're like, damn, I didn't know I could live this good. Like, I really have such a vision of helping everyone right? Or not even everyone, but like the people that, you know, want to, or that resonate with my work. But I have such a vision of helping a ton of people up level, change, rediscover themselves, like rediscover how powerful they are in this world that sometimes I'm like, is it enough, right? Is the content I'm sharing enough? Like, is the podcast enough? Do I need to be doing more episodes per week? Like, you know, right now you guys have heard my backwards and backwards and forwards, my back and forth battle with YouTube. And that maybe should have been on this, um, five things I'm afraid to tell you is because with YouTube, honestly, one of the things I'm afraid of is I don't know if I want to do it. And I think that is hard for me because I'm like, I want to be able to reach more people. And sometimes, honestly, like, for, for example, people are like popping on TikTok and they're like blowing up and they're able to reach this massive audience. Right. And sometimes I'm like, should I go on TikTok and like so I can like hopefully blow up and reach more people and share this message? It's not even about wanting to be a TikToking dancer, it's about wanting to reach more people to share the message. And so sometimes I'm like wondering if I don't provide enough valuable content and maybe that's why I'm not growing. And I think that really comes down to like imposter syndrome and me being afraid of not being good enough, me being afraid of not sharing something that's really helpful enough for you guys. And so there are times when I sit down to plan out my content and I'm pushing my own boundaries. I'm trying to force myself to push my boundaries and push my envelope and be like, okay, what can I share that's really going to help Help you that's really going to show you how truly powerful you are that's really going to give you the steps to do x y and z and that's part of the reason why you know with this membership launch i'm taking my time with it i think i'm you know part of it is me taking my time because i'm kind of afraid of launching that's a whole other story but I'm taking my time with it too because I want to make sure that when I launch, there's a lot of content in there that gives you the step-by-step -step of how you should go about finding your own way to manifest, finding your own way to discover your power. Because I also don't think that it's a step-by-step -step process where it's like, do X, Y, and Z, and this happens. Like, the certain things are like, do X, Y, and Z, but they're also like, do X, Y, and Z, but put your own flavor on it. You know what I mean? Like, when it comes to like moon rituals, when it comes to scripting, when it comes to manifestations, I can give you guys the steps that I take, but I always encourage you to like, do what feels right for you put your own flavor on it put your own spin on it because that's the way you're going to get the best results is when you truly resonate with something and when you truly feel aligned with it you're going to get the best results and so sometimes I'm like yo am I sharing enough am I doing enough am I showing up enough like is a daily post enough should I be doing two times a day should I be posting more on Instagram stories should I be posting more of my face on Instagram stories and like I always have this moment where I feel like I'm not doing enough to help you guys and I it makes me feel like kind of you know sad and that's when I get in my own little pity moment and I gotta like kind of come and and have a conversation that's like really honest and transparent with myself and be like yo like why what's up what's up that's something that I think I struggle with is just again feeling like I'm not doing enough to help and trying to every day ask you guys or figure out like what do you need help with and like do I know that can I connect you with someone who does know that right so it's like if I don't feel comfortable. Someone asked me the other day um, for a tarot reading and it's like, I am not a reader. I think everyone can learn how to read tarot and I do plan to have 
courses or videos in the membership where I bring on people who are readers to show you how you can yourself read the cards because I want to empower you to be able to do this work on your own. I want you to be able, because I still go to readers. I pull my own cards, but I still go to a reader, right? So just because you're empowered to do something on your own doesn't mean that you don't go to someone to get it done Some so like once in a while, right? It's like, okay, like, you know, y'all know how to do your own hair, but sometimes you pop up at the hair salon because you're like, yo, I want, I want someone to rub my scalp. So it's like that. It's like, I want to empower you to be able to do it yourself, but I also want you to be, um, be able to go to someone that you trust to be able to help you as well. So I don't know what tangent that was on, but that was a tangent in itself. But yeah, that's that's one of my fears is that I don't provide enough information and that I'm always trying to figure out how I can give more in order to really show you guys that I know what I'm talking about in order to really like set my expertise and in order to really also just help. Like that's really what I want to do is I just, I love when I get messages where it's like y'all did something or y'all tried something or a message resonated and you're, you're, you feel like something in you has been changed because of something that I said or something that I reminded you of. Like that, that right there is like powerful stuff. You know what I mean? Cause not everyone does that and not everyone provides content that's helpful or powerful or allows you to change something within yourself or your life. And I want to continuously be able to do that. The fourth thing that I want to share with you guys, this one I actually am afraid to share with you guys, is that I don't necessarily have the best relationship with my parents, um, specifically with my father. This is something that I haven't talked about on the podcast. I don't think ever. This is something where I don't know if I'll ever be comfortable opening up about this um, until I get to a certain point in my life, maybe. But I wanted to share this because I do think that I talk a lot about childhood trauma. I talk a lot about and childhood trauma, by the way, can be anything from like, you know, maybe you were upset one day after school and you went to talk to a parent and you were not given the attention that you needed. You were not given the um the space to open up in the way that you need it. And that is a traumatic event for a child. So trauma doesn't have to mean, you know, I think we hear the word trauma and we think these really, you know, huge things, but that in itself, that event is traumatic because then you go on to maybe feel like you can't open up to people when you have something happen to you. Basically, I talk a lot about that stuff and I talk about healing and I talk about how, you know, you have subconscious beliefs and you have to really dive deep into the subconscious beliefs that you have and reprogram those beliefs in order to change your life. If you are running, you know, and they talk about this, like neuroscientists talk about how you're running on subconscious loops every day. If you think about it, like when you're driving to work, right? Half the time, you zoned out you bump in like future you bumping drake i don't know who you bumping but you bumping somebody you might be listening to this podcast but you're driving and you're zoning out but you still get there safe you're still driving safe you're still like you know driving because you probably go the same route every day you know where to stop you know what the stop signs are you know where the stop lights are like all the things and it's because you're in the subconscious loop where that has that pattern that route has been so ingrained in your mind because you've done it so over and over and over that it's like it's something where you don't really have to consciously think about it anymore. I'm sure the first time when you drove that route to go to work, you had to think about it. You had to be like, ooh, where do I turn? Where's the GPS telling me to turn? Like, ooh, there's a stop sign here. You didn't know. Like, you have to consciously think about it. But now, at this point, you don't. And so a lot of our lives are run on these subconscious loops. You're brushing your teeth. You're probably getting up, having the same types of breakfast. You're going to the gym every day, probably doing a similar workout on certain days. Maybe you have a workout routine where Mondays you do this, Tuesdays you do this, whatever. And and so when it comes to changing your life, it really has to do with getting to the, the route or the, 
the roots rather of the subconscious beliefs that you have of the programming that you have changing that in order to change your habits in order to change your actions in order to change your beliefs and in order to change your life as a whole and so uh, a lot of the beliefs that we have are formed during childhood and a lot of the beliefs that we have are also formed as we grow up and I think that again I, I've mentioned this in the moving episode like living in this house and being back home with my parents I think it's brought me to a place where I'm not you know I'm not able to evolve or grow past a certain point because I'm in the same place and in the same environment where it's like I need to be in a new environment to be able to grow past what like I need to if that makes sense and so with my parents I just don't I'm not able to open up to them as much as I would like to I'm not able to have certain conversations with them as much as I would like to and so you know where someone may have a relationship with their parents where they can go to them and they can talk about certain things and they can get certain advice and they feel very supported and they feel very led um, and they feel very guided. I don't necessarily feel like I have that in the way that I would want to. And so as a result, for me, it sort of made it into this, made me into this woman where I'm very independent. Like a lot of things I I struggle to ask for help for because I'm someone where I've been almost taught that if I ask for help, I don't get the help in the way that I need it. So I just don't even really ask for help. I'm afraid to ask for help a lot of times. So I force myself to try to figure everything out. Like a lot of stuff that I've done in my life, like if I break it down, I've done a lot of stuff. Like obviously, you know, I live at home and I don't have to pay rent. So that's a really amazing thing. And I have other bills. So it'd be really hard to pay rent right now with other bills. At least like right now, like, you know, trying to save and everything like that. But it's like certain things that I had to just figure it out myself like college applications I didn't I mean I had the guidance counselors and stuff but like you know how you you'd like certain privileges allow certain people to grow up with parents who went to college and who they were able to help them like get scholarships or figure out how to apply for scholarships or they were able to pay for their college like I have a lot of debt because I didn't have that I had to figure it out myself and for me you know I didn't have the money so it was like okay I got to take on the debt in order to get this education that I desire or it's like, again, not being able to open up about certain things. So it almost feels like when I want to talk to someone, it's like I either have to like I used to just have to lean on myself or then it's like I have close friends or AKA, like a very few close friends and then say do to lean on. And sometimes I think it can be hard for them to hold that space for me often. So a lot of times I have to hold that space for myself. And I think that's one of the things that's hard when you don't necessarily have a close relationship with your parents and when you also live in a country where 99% of your family doesn't live in the country. I don't know if you guys know, I'm from Trinidad and Tobago. So most of my family lives in the islands. They live in Tobago or in Trinidad. Um, I have some family that lives in Maryland and some family that lives in England. But the majority of my family, the only family I have here in Boston is my parents. Um, and then the majority of everyone else doesn't live near me. So I didn't grow up with, and I moved here when I was like five. So I didn't grow up up with like close family around me I didn't I wasn't able to go to an aunt or an uncle to to have those conversations or to my grandmother I saw them a few times a year or not no not even not a few times a year I saw them maybe like every other year or so it's just I think that's just like a really hard thing for me is softening my independence I think that has shown up a lot in my relationship because at the very start of my relationship with Seidu I really and even now we've had discussions where I've struggled to relinquish some of my independence to allow to let him in and he's also you know I don't want to speak for him too much but 
had similar struggles in that way. We were both very independent individuals. So when it comes to a couple and when it comes to a relationship, a romantic relationship where you're doing things together, like you're you're having to really look at things like finances, right? You're going to have to look, look at who pays for what or how do we split this up. It was, we've had very like hard conversations about how we're both so used to handling things on our own that when it comes to needing help from each other it's like it used to be really hard to ask for the help or really hard to open up about it and so yeah without getting into details that has shown up a lot in my life where my lack of a really close relationship with my parents and the way that I want it has shown up in a way where I don't necessarily like ask for help or I don't necessarily um I don't necessarily open up in the way that I wish I did. Yeah, that that is one that I think you guys probably didn't know because I have not talked about it as far as I know on any of these episodes, but that is probably the thing that I'm afraid to share with you. And the biggest thing I think that I'm afraid to share with you guys or the number five is that I am afraid that I may not be as successful as I want to be in this life. This is a hard one for me to share with you guys because I am someone, you know, I'm such a huge believer and the possibility or in the fact that if you want something if you're holding the vision it is for a reason there are no coincidences there are no accidents you have this vision because you can have that thing in another parallel reality you already have that thing so it's a matter of you matching the vibration matching the actions having the belief and truly holding that faith and and working towards that thing right but I think for me one thing that has shown up is that I really just have a history of self-sabotage because of fear of success. And I'm going to actually record an episode all about that. I have an old episode about that when it was the DeAndre Nicolette podcast. I think it was like maybe the first episode actually of this podcast where it's called Why I'm Afraid of Success. And I think that this shows up in a way, like fear of success shows up in a way where you self-sabotage. You might, you know, have an opportunity to do something and then all of a sudden it's like you back out because you're like oh actually it's not really what I want but technically like it is what you want but you're just so afraid to like actually get what you want that you self-sabotage or you know it shows up in other ways it's shown up in a lot of ways and I think this is the first year that I'm really sort of pushing past that self-sabotage and pushing myself towards things I really want like for years I've spoken about wanting to be a full-time entrepreneur but I don't think I ever really wanted it in the way I did I think I wanted it but I think I had so much fear around it happening that I really didn't choose it and I think with a lot of stuff that's unfolding this year I'm sort of being pushed in that direction to freelance and do that work and that is very scary you guys it's scary to think about how do I track my expenses it's scary to think that with freelance work with like my clients I don't get paid weekly or bi-weekly I get paid monthly right so imagine like getting your money once a month and having to budget for all your bills in that month and your, all your expenses, it, it requires you to really be strict about money. It requires you to really be on top of your shit and know what's going on with your money. I am just nervous about budgeting for taxes, having to pay self-employment taxes, having to do that, knowing that the money I'm making right now through freelance is just enough, but it's like, I'm gonna have to make more so I can cover my taxes. Like certain things, it's very scary to, to step into that place and not have it be something where you get a job and 
then, you know, your taxes are paid for through the job, like, and then you get money back during tax season and your uh, benefits are taken care of through the job. You don't have to go out and buy healthcare and dental care and vision care on your own and figure out what plan is right and pay extra money because you're buying it on your own. You don't have to worry about self-employment taxes, like all these things, right? I'm having to do now and it's a little bit scary and a little bit overwhelming. But a lot of times I just get really afraid. It's like, I work hard, but I'm like, could I work harder? Am I working hard enough to be deserving and to create the life that I want? I don't necessarily have this life where I imagine like jets and private jets and, um, you know, I might want me a Birkin bag or something like that. And not to say that I don't want to be rich. Like, it's not like me being like, I don't want to be a millionaire because I think that it's not even about that. It's that I envision a life that's like pretty semi-normal like I want to build a house I want to build a nice house I want to be able to have multiple bedrooms in the house I want to be able to get me whatever car I want right now I'm thinking I might want a range I saw one at Starbucks the other day it was a matte black Range Rover and I was like "Ooh." fire like I low-key might want to cop that but I want to be able to pay off my student loans I want to be able to build a house I want to be able to have my kids and know that they're taken care of that I'm not living paycheck to paycheck in order to get diapers and stuff like that I want to be able to travel when I want I want to be able to work a flexible schedule I want to be able to make the money that I want to be able to I'm buy me my Birkin bag I might cop me a Louis bag too okay I'm definitely about to cop that YSL wallet this year so that's the type of life I'm trying to live. Like, low-key regular, but not regular. You see what I'm saying? So, if y'all know what I'm trying to say, it's like, sometimes there's a fear that, you know, I may not be able to build that life, right, for myself. And I often have to remind myself that I'm doing some shit. Like, I've achieved a lot of stuff in just a couple of years, st stuff that I didn't realize or know or think that I could have achieved in the amount of time that I have. So, it's not crazy to think I could, you know, build a house, because hello, I mean, it really is not that hard. Um, or to cop a Birkin bag. Like, I mean, like, it's not that much, really. It's not the cost of a private jet. Obviously, it's more than a bag at Target. I'm saying, like, the things I want are not so crazy and out there that I, that I should feel, like, any type of, like, fear around them. But I do. Sometimes I do. And I feel the fear because I, I know I have a tendency to self-sabotaging. I know that some of these things, it just takes a certain level of dedication and it takes a certain level of wanting it and having faith and belief in it that sometimes I worry about my ability to create it but you guys that is that I'm definitely gonna record an episode all about fear of success and how I deal with that but I do want you guys to know that like I said I am a true believer in the fact that if you have a vision and you hold it there is something there there is something about you already having that thing and you just need to match that vibration I often have to remember remind myself of that like this vision that I have for manifest daily growing into this amazing large vibrant community it is happening you guys and I want to be able to obviously like create a life where that is able to be a stream of income for me I'm not gonna be you know I'm not about to beat around the bush here okay the membership is gonna cost money but I also don't believe it has to cost an arm and a leg like right now that is not my intention at all because I know for me personally like I like when stuff like that is affordable and I can build it into my lifestyle that's why I did market research with you guys and I asked you guys okay if this costs x amount of dollars would you be able to fit this into your lifestyle if this costs x amount dollars with the box would you be able to fit that into your lifestyle and when I tell you all of you guys except for like one person said yes so I know I wasn't totally you know like 
putting a number out there that was crazy. I know that that was affordable. I know that I have paid more to get less. Like I have paid more for memberships where I literally did not get the things that I plan to include in this membership. I didn't get the support. I didn't get the, the amount of resources. I didn't get the amount of audio. I didn't get the, the amount of stuff that I'm about to put in here. Like y'all gonna be, yo, it's gonna be crazy. Okay. Crazy. Just saying. So I definitely have a huge vision of what I want Manifest Daily to become and how I want this to be a stream of revenue for me, a stream of income for me. And I have ideas about other streams of income that I plan to cultivate in my life and I plan to achieve and have. Because like I said, I, I don't want to ever have to be living paycheck to paycheck. And I want to make sure I have multiple streams of income in order to sustain my life. So that if, you know, one month, like, you know, some with freelancing ain't popping off, I got, you know, X, Y, and Z income coming in. And I think that like a lot of people are leaning towards that method of creating money and creating abundance in their life. And I think that it's a beautiful, beautiful method and it makes a lot of sense to me. So yeah, you guys, I I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I didn't realize it's going to be this long. I've literally sat here t- talking for so long and I'm most likely not going to edit this like crazy. So I hope it sounds good. I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope that it's a juicy episode for you. And we are going to be coming with the fire on Tuesday as well because I'm pretty sure in that I've said it multiple times in the like the beginning of this episode. Like, I definitely have to put it up today because I already said it. So, yes, I don't know what that noise was, but, you know, sometimes I'm an otter. But, anywho, I am excited, you guys. I'm working from home today. I'm going to go make some lunch. I think I'm going to have some salmon. I bought, like, a teriyaki salmon filet. So I'm most likely going to have a piece of salmon with some fried plantain, some air-fried plantain, not, like, fried-fried, but, like, air-fried, so technically, like, baked plantain. And um, I might do some broccoli. I might, like, air-fry some broccoli with some teriyaki sauce, too. Love a good teriyaki broccoli. And, yeah, I think that sounds good. And then obviously for dessert, I have a piece of cake. So I'm going to be having some cake. I may have two cookies, two white chocolate chip macadamia cookies. I don't know. We'll see what the vibe is. And I'm going to watch Seinfeld while I eat it all because I love Seinfeld. If you're a fan of Seinfeld too, hit me up. I literally watch that show so much. Like I've watched every single episode at least like five or six times. So I'm like going through and re-watching some episodes where I don't remember all the details of what happened, but I like know the gist of it obviously, but I don't remember everything. So I'm going through and watching old episodes now. So yeah, you guys, that is my day. I hope you guys are having an amazing day. I hope you have an amazing weekend and I will see you all or chat with you all next week. And of course, you probably heard a little commercial break if I inserted it into this episode, but of course the Manifest Daily membership waitlist is currently open um i'm thinking it's gonna like technically like do we're probably gonna have like a pre-launch phase in uh maybe end of july august because for the boxes i definitely need to like gather whoever is like signing up for boxes beforehand because i aim to actually send out the boxes in september so you guys can get them for that quarter so um for everyone that is interested in either the regular membership or the box membership just like it's the same link so just sign up below and i'll have instructions coming out later on to tell you guys like okay what everything is going to look like how you're going to be able to sign up and everything like that so like i said with the move in april i am going to be working on the membership and creating it next month so my site will actually be shut down during that time and i'm just going to have like a cover page up where you can either listen to a podcast episode or sign up for the membership but just so you guys know that is coming don't panic lol but yeah that is it you guys i hope you again have an amazing friday have an amazing uh, 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 uh. <laughs>
<laughs> love when I break out and scatterly do. Oh my gosh, what I might have to delete this. I don't know what I'm saying right now. So this is definitely my cue to go. So hope you guys have an amazing day, amazing weekend. I'll chat with you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to share it with someone you think would enjoy it too. And if you feel called, please feel free to leave me a review of what you think about this podcast. It would make my day and it would help other people discover this podcast, people that really need to hear these words. So until next time, have an amazing day and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye. Hi, my love. I hope you're enjoying Manifest Daily, whether this is your second or your 22nd episode. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button to stay up to date with our latest episodes. And if you really love this show, I would appreciate it if you could do me a huge favor by leaving a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. It really helps the show grow and reach more listeners like yourself. And like I said, I would be super grateful for you to leave that five-star review. Thank you for being here and for being a part of this amazing amazing and growing podcast community. Now let's go ahead and dive into today's episode.